Welcome to Carter on Over Coffee. Please remember to join us live Monday through Friday on Twitter Spaces at 1.30 p.m. UTC, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. On the show today, we have Genuine Games. They're the new kids on the block. They're making a killer game called Uppercut Game. Think of card games and a first-person shooter mashed together. Listen in to learn more. We look forward to seeing you at Rare Evo in Denver, Colorado, August 24th through the 26th. Get your tickets at rareevo.io. Use coupon code COC10 for 10% off. Grab your coffee. Let's get right to it. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, you sound great. Sound great. Michael, I can't figure yeah, out so, how to work the mute button. Once I do, I'm going to ask you, please introduce yourself. Tell us how you found Cardano, how you got into gaming, all the good stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, thank you. Uh, so I'm Michael Yagi. I'm a CEO of Genuine Technologies. And, or sorry, Genuine Games and Ikigai Technologies. Um, and so we found Cardano back in, I guess, probably 2016, 2017. Um, mainly just kind of following the product, um, being a fan of crypto. So I was, I bought my first Bitcoin back in 2012, always been a fan of Web3. Uh, that was kind of back when I was going to school. So I was going um, a school for game development at a school called DigiPen, actually. So learning how to actually make games um, and then uh, just following it along its progress for Ethereum uh, while it was kind of up and coming and then eventually Cardano. And then uh, eventually after just building an enterprise software for so long. So after doing games, um, I went to from 2K over to a company called Tableau. I kind of got tired of it um, and look, took a look back to see where the industry was at with uh, Web3 and uh, Cardano was making lots of progress. So that's when we started to look into uh, the project Catalyst. We put in a grant and ever since then we got it and we all quit <laughs> and moved into Web3 full time. Imagine that happening. <laughs> so tell me, what, what are you guys up to? What was the Catalyst proposal? Give me, give me the lowdown. Yeah, yeah. So, um, like I mentioned, we we all um, kind of were in big data. So I was at Tableau. Um, we joined a project called Back in the Day. Some people might remember. Uh, hopefully, there's no uh, bad association there. Association there, but we were part of a project called NFT DAO, and it was um, the the goal was to make a NFT marketplace framework. Um, and so. Kind of started there, got dipped our toes. Um, eventually, we ended up leaving the project. Uh, we open sourced the code um, and left and kind of do our own thing. Um, and that's when we formed Ikigai Technologies. And we put in a couple of proposals of our own, so called Logosphere, um, and building a layer two uh, data sharing framework. Um, so it's how to store bigger data um, on top of, say, um, you know, more rich than what you might get in our PFS, we Filecoin, and things like that. Um, so originally, our kind of flagship project is um, called Logosphere, uh, and that's kind of how we got into the space. And so we're still building that right now. Or we're actually close to our V1 uh, release of SDK, so we'll be hosting a hackathon with a, around a uh, twenty thousand, uh, twenty to thirty thousand uh, dollar prize pool. Actually, whoa, hackathon! I love it. I can't hack anything though. So t- tell me, <laughs> well. <laughs> Hopefully, it's a, it, we're, we're trying to make it very easy for new adaptive players to get off the ground. So if you've done just a little bit of development or you know follow some tutorials, hopefully, actually, uh, you should be able to spin up adapt within um, 
within a few hours for us, but we think, you know, we might get some institution projects in it, maybe just a couple days or a week's time period. That's awesome, right? Because um, I know there's a lot of people out there that have been looking for like hackathon type type things in Cardano. So um, I'll be interested to know more about that when it's coming up and we'll help get that information out for sure. Uh, what What's G... What what's Genon Games mission? What are you trying to solve? How are you going to solve it? Oh uh, yeah, thanks for asking. Uh, so Genuine Games. Oh, so it's a it's a strangely spelled Sorry, name. Sorry, I'm horrible. G-N-U-N, but it's uh, all it's, day long. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's it's, it's a play on words of the word uh, genuine. Um, but uh, so Genuine Games, it's uh, really our mission is to make um niche games more popular um and so what we mean by that is uh games that typically are have a lot of following a lot of love uh, but they're considered more niche so things like uh fighting games racing games that have hardcore followings but their play bases aren't that large um so what we want to do is kind of expand that bring the lower the bar to entry make it more accessible and um, just have a new take on those kind of games so yeah how are you going to do that Oh, thanks for asking. Um, so our team is very experienced. Um, so we, we think we have a, a good grasp of uh, games in general, um, but we also are uniquely positioned um, with some Web3 experience as well, just for being um, in Cardano for a couple of years um, and also just tinkering in the space for a little longer than that. Um, so our, our, um, our studio is about 12 people, uh, you know, with experience from uh, working on Call of Duty, Rope Recall, Halo, Fortnite, Grand Theft Auto, Titanfall, um, Jedi Knight, Fallen Order, uh, and that you know WWE, NBA. Uh, so a lot of different titles. Um, so leveraging all of our experience across that, we uh, for the game design, really it's about uh, we believe in like fusion genres, and what that means is um, kind of blending uh, two genres together. So similar to how Rocket League kind of made. Um, you could say racing games more popular by blending cars and soccer. Uh, we're blending genres together as well. So our game, right now you can find it, it's called Uppercut Game uh, on Twitter. Uh, it's at Uppercut Game. Uh, there's a lot of different, <laughs> unfortunately, there's a lot of different uh, Twitter handles with it. Very similar to those Uppercut Games. It's a uh, game singular without the S. Um, but the way that we're doing that is we actually took, uh, if, if everyone's played uh, fighting games similar to Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, um, and 2D fighters like that, uh, it's typically very hard for players to get into just because of the controls are so complicated. There's a high level mastery, but then there's also uh, a high level, high entry to barrier. So you need to have really fast reaction times, very low latency, um, hours of practice against you know uh, the tool and the bot. Um, and so what we did to lower the bar is uh, we actually abstracted away a lot of those the things that make it hard, um, which is the controls, um, by mapping them to a card game. Uh, but we keep the you know the, the core element of uh, pacing, fighting uh, against your friends, uh, um, spacing, and things like that. But then, uh, in order to play your fights, what you do is you uh, you, you, you we convert your moves to a card. So uh, dashing forward would be a card. Uh, blocking would be a card. Uh, punching and charging up and then performing like a giant uppercut. Um, that would be its own card. Um, so, yeah. Which I went ahead and uh, hopefully the answer to your question. I went ahead and pinned a tweet from Uppercut 
showing that Web3 turn-based fighting game where players simultaneously play to outwit and outpunch their way. It looks quite uh, interesting. Um, nice. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Are you? Is anyone here a gamer themselves? Oh, dude, I'm a I, I'm gamer. Like it's ever since Atari, so I'm old school, bro. I'm ever since a Sega. Gamer and Epoch looks like a bad, bad, bad loser. That's what it sounds like. But I guess <laughs> I play a lot of I'm Apex a right now. Oh, Epoch's definitely a bad loser. He died at Final Fantasy and yelled at me. Um, I've been playing a lot of Apex. I haven't gotten to the Final Fantasy yet. I get a chance to, to defend yourself, Epoch. Sorry. <laughs> What's your favorite game to play? Myself, uh, I'm a big fan of esports games. Um, so uh, I did um, StarCraft, League of Legends, uh, Call of Duty, uh, Counter Strike, Valorant, um, Street Fighter. Any any game that has a competitive following, I, I like to play a lot. Uh, I just like that feeling of competition and playing versus your friends. So. PC or console? I started on console. Um, so I actually used to play a lot of uh, Command & Conquer and Halo Wars on the Xbox 360. Anybody remembers that? So that's actually how I got into RTS there. Uh, I, was, I was top, me and my brother were top, uh, I think, five in the world um, on that. And my friends were like, that's a console game. That doesn't count. <laughs> So we, so like, it's still fun. It's still, it still counts. Trust us. And then we moved uh, to PC just because uh, all of our friends were talking about oh, StarCraft's the the real strategy game. Um, so like, now mostly on on PC just because you know League of Legends and StarCraft are big there. Yeah, and uh, I feel remiss if I didn't shout out the Husky Esports team and the Snack Esports team. Uh, shout out to both of those projects for supporting esports. Oh, that's super interesting. Yeah, um, I'm glad that you mentioned that. We, um, as we start playtesting our, our game uh, more and more, we're going to start opening up our playtests. And our goal really is to have our games have an esport following. So our games are very. Uh, so we're actually building two games. Um, uh, our other game is unannounced, but it, it will be a, a competitive kind of esport uh, racing battle royale hybrid. Um, but. For Uppercut, we're also going to be doing playtests hopefully soon, where we can do invite um, and start hosting some some small tournaments with the Cardano, within the Cardano ecosystem. Um, like I mentioned, big fan of esports myself, so I had a, a small amateur StarCraft league, uh, our team uh, for a little while. Um, I think one of the players ended up going on playing for. I think he got semifinals in GSL, um, uh, but. He, uh, but just in general, uh, esports in general is just so much fun. It's a good place to be interact with the community, have a following of the game. Um, just uh, really, really fun place to be. Uh, the, the the community is always. It reminds me a lot of the Web three community. Actually, it's very, really hardcore, um, passionate people. I would one hundred percent agree. And uh, I don't know if you know Gabriel. He's joined down below as a speaker. But he's involved with some uh, gaming, I think. Hi, Gabriel. Hey, I don't know if you guys can hear me because it's super ruggy on my phone, um, the spaces thing. So let me know if there's some audio problem. <laughs> you sound great. You sound perfect. Good. No, I just wanted to say I'm the owner of Team Husky Esports. 
Um, currently, we're focusing on Rocket League. Uh, we started, our first out was in uh, February 14th. And since then, we became uh, um, RSC European champions, Insomnia European champions. We're going to defend our titles in, in September. And let's get in touch. I, I heard somebody is interested in esports, so just DM me. My DMs are open. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I just give you a follow. I'll DM you uh, right now. Um, yeah, like our our advisor is the VP of uh, strategy from Epic Games, uh, and he introduced us to the VP of product from uh, at Blizzard, who ran the Overwatch League. So I've gotten. <clears throat> To speak with a lot of leadership just at AAA Game Studios uh, and how they how they, how they view esports, where they think it's going, things that might help um, uh, from ex riders as well. Uh, and then you just we originally went to uh, Singapore for a conference to kind of show off some of the games. Uh, Razer actually brought a bunch of hardware uh, because they liked our games, so they they put up a tournament, um, hosted a small tournament for us, um, and so just. Being able to interact, and we met a lot of people that run and host esports events and tournaments and things like that um, over there in Singapore, and then uh, Dubai as well. Actually, we did uh, kind of a, a panel there as well. Um, but the, definitely a lot of interest on the esports side. So hopefully, we can start setting something up. Well, I, I don't know if I'm spoiling something. I hope he doesn't get mad. But we are actually working on a Husky Invitational tournament. That's all I'm going to say, and that's it. <laughs> Oh, great, yeah, we'd love to be there. Hopefully we can maybe even just add a pilot or a test version of our, our game and we can do a small uh, tournament there too. I got another question just for you. Um, is Have you heard of Rare Evo? I mean, they're kind of, it's an event that's coming up here in Colorado. They're focusing on gaming a lot. And I know there's a lot of bigger gaming uh, people going to be there. Are you guys going to be there? Uh, we're not sure yet just because we've, we've honestly a little bit conferenced out uh, just from traveling Singapore Dubai is a lot of time zone changes a lot of long flights um, so currently we're not planning on going but we've been asked a few times so that might change but we'll have to leave it up in there a little bit I know that um, how close is it to um, kind of Charles and IOHK's uh, area well, it's Charles and IOHK and all of them people will be there um, but literally like probably get to Charles Ranch in a couple hours. Oh, very cool. Um, we actually have been uh, to Charles, uh, Charles's Ranch as well. We, they they um, had us do some consulting for one of their projects. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to, I'd like to see you there. Um, I just think that it helps bring exposure and I know that they're, they're focusing a lot on gaming and I'm, I'm being selfish. I want to play the game. So, you know, that's his main Yeah, so if everyone's here, um, if they give a retweet and follow to Uppercut Game, uh, we'll go through and give people early access uh, to whoever kind of supported us early. Our channels are new, so um, yeah, just any support is uh, uh, much appreciated. So just follow the um, follow you and retweet that that post that we have here pinned up. Yeah, let's see. What is the post that is pinned up? We have the uppercut. It's a Web3 turn-based fighting game. And it has yeah, yeah, that one right there. That'd be great. That's perfect. It looks mm -hmm. so cool. It does. It looks fun. I like it. It reminds it me fun. of the old-school Street Fighter kind of thing, but more modern. I love it. So, yeah, thanks so much. Uh, we have some extra art and certain things we're going to start showing there as well. So you can follow our progress. 
It would be fun to, to like, play with the community. You know, we're just so tight here, and these fighting games are are always, like, great. I've always wanted to punch Epoch in the face, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to punch you in the face, Epoch, but I I totally totally know that you do both want to punch each other. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry, spread into the space. Hero being unprofessional. Um, for those that don't know, that uh, me and Epoch are uh, multi sig married, so we fight like a couple. Um, so just happened. And we us children have to pay the price, you know. It's That's t- how it works. Sometimes as kids, it really is, but we get through it as a family, as a unit. So we're fine. <laughs> I hate when you guys throw us in the middle. Like, sorry, who's right? sorry, Big Joe. You know I'm always right though. But anyways, <laughs> where where do you see where do you see the future of gaming and blockchain? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so the future of gaming and blockchain, I think um, a lot of it is going to be lowering the barrier to entry to play. Um, these Web3 games. So at a certain point, it'll be kind of behind the scenes um, in terms of what you see and you interact with. So um, things like wallets, um, signing in, assigning transactions, things like that. There'll probably be two versions of games. So um, fully on-chain games. So that would be more similar to what Pyma um, is doing. Uh, So things like uh, where you need a lot of assets to um, live on-chain, right? So, so there's a lot of benefit to that. And the other side is going to be um, fully on-chain assets. So the game itself is running in the game server, uh, so for high, uh, high-paced high games. Um, and really your assets are the things that are like your NFTs are uh, in the items itself is what's used in the blockchain. Um, and we think there's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, custodial wallets and things like that to just onboard uh, users that are unfamiliar with Web3 and they just want the benefit of you know having fun playing the game. Um, they don't necessarily want to go through the overhead of uh, downloading a wallet, setting up a seed phrase, things like that. Um, but they just want to. Uh, so they're probably more okay with uh, uh, custodial wallets, and they can always export the items once they start getting value in their account, right? So once they start seeing, hey, my account has a lot of items, and maybe they're worth something on these uh, secondary exchanges that I hear about. Maybe at that point you might start carrying a little bit more, and, and you know, similarly to uh, exchanges, you might move your your um, your items outside into your own um, external wallet. But really, just lowering the barrier to entry. How's so, the centralization um, looking like? Like, so you, it's for interoperability. Because I mean, if, what excites me the the most is thinking, you know, you can have your an avatar move from one game to another game and kind of like really represent yourself, right? Like, Oh, I know this, I know this person, you know, kind of thing. And, but we need a hell of standards, you know, to be followed for that to happen. How, how is that looking like? Yeah, there's a lot of people working on uh, data standards. Um, uh, I think in Japan, there's a company called uh, Oasis that's working with a lot of these um, uh legacy kind of companies, the giants that are still uh, trying to innovate and, you know, push the boundary forward in terms of Web3. Um, 
like Sega, Bandai Namco, so big companies, um, and they're they're starting to build the standards for how to represent on-chain assets. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of these, uh, you know, blockchain game alliance. Um, all these people are kind of coming up with new standards. Uh, that's really what uh, Logosphere is trying to solve as well. Is how do you store not just interoperable items, but the data itself, so that the data can know about um, uh, and be kind of agnostic to other standards. And when you write uh, kind of a transition layer, you can start exploring like, oh, hey, um, everybody that's done this kind of, uh, use this kind of item or played in these kind of games, what kind of uh, NFT art do they like or music and things like that. So uh, the the data really has to be interoperable as well. Um, and we think that's a, a big part. So if uh, people kind of, Follow our project Logosphere. Hopefully, people will start uh, be able to see a little bit what we're working on behind the scenes there too, as we kind of announce more and more. But you're absolutely right. I think that's going to be a big piece of it. Imagine, like you know, you like win, and then your song plays, and then people are like, "Oh, that song," you know, and that kind of stuff. I don't know. I just, I just imagine that, and I get excited, you know. Yeah, exactly. And um, you can even do like. Uh, association with uh, more like personality, a personal um, attachment to your characters, to your accounts, like you said, like uh, your banners, your songs, um, eventually your sponsors. Uh, so if you're playing esports, um, all of your sponsors might be NFTs and people are uh, paying uh, for uh, ad space or uh, just representation on your cars for like Formula One, things like that. Um, or you can even just put your own NFTs on there. Uh, so we think there's going to be a lot of uh, just um, represent- representation through NFTs because you can tie it back a little closer to the to the true owner. I have one more question for you. If you were a young builder building in Web3 gaming, what advice would you give yourself? Building in Web3 Gaming, I think one of the big things is uh, having a strong fundamental basis. So uh, probably uh, doing some classes um, or some uh, um, online resources with Unreal or Unity um, and just really learning the basics first of how to do game development, uh, whether it be Web2, Web3. A lot of uh, gamers are not going to... We don't classify gamers as Web2 or Web3 gamers. They're just gamers at the end of the day that want to play the game. Um, uh, so understanding how to make a game, uh, to, you know, like your first game from scratch, would uh, you can do that, and Unity is a good tool. And then while you're doing that, probably uh, learning resources of what is what they, you know, what are NFTs, what are tokens, how do they enrich the player experience. Um, maybe going and tinkering with a couple of NFTs and the products, and starting to do, um, dive deep into the community that they are kind of involved with. And from that, I think you can start to understand like what the value of uh, you know, community engagement um, and, uh, you know, just user retention by engaging with the community and things like that and starting to bake those into the design of your game. Excellent. Um, Anything that we didn't cover that you want to make sure we get out there and folks make sure that you uh, are following Uppercut and uh, retweeting that tweet up top. Appreciate it. Yeah. um, Last thing is, uh, in addition to the game, um, we're also working on another project called Grabit. Um, so Grabit is uh, how we'll be distributing. Um, I met you guys. Are you like part of the team? Oh, you guys are in the NFT uh, NYC. 
Yeah, yeah, that's us. Um, so yeah. that's all under the Ikigai Technologies Hub. So that we're the we're the builders of that. So genuine games. I have that awesome um, coin, coin, beautiful coin. I took with. Oh, me. thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, yeah. So for the people that don't know, it's a it's a for uh, we're we're calling it the first fully uh, audited on chain auction. Uh, so we're just going through the audit right now with Certic, um, and it's looking good. Uh, but it's uh, kind of a creator-focused uh, auction place, so um, not as much so kind of your buy now mass bulk collection, although we'll be supporting those features um, upcoming shortly. Uh, but it's more about uh, you know better price discovery and things like that, and uh, maybe more familiar with if people have used eBay, so that kind of experience. Um, but it's fully decentralized, uh, fully on-chain, um, and we'll be hopefully announcing a, a testnet uh, relatively soon upcoming. So if people want to follow at uh, Grabit NFT. Um, that will be uh, our other product too to keep track and following. Sweet. Just so you know, people, Grabit was the only Cardano project that actually had a booth on the conference for NFT NYC. And that is that that was awesome. So we have representation thanks, thanks to you guys. So I can't wait to hear. Yeah, when's Grabit signing up to come talk about what you're building over there? Jeez, man. Uh, we'll probably be coming back around within the next week or so, actually. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, make sure you guys are following, um, grab it is down below. Also, I'm going to pin something up top if you want to check them out just so it's easier for you, Michael, anything that you want to finish up? I'm looking forward in for a little blah, 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 blah. I'm looking forward to what genuine games is building as a gamer. Um, I'm excited. So appreciate, appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. Come back and keep us posted. We'll do, yeah. Uh, our socials are probably the best place to get updates, but um, hopefully we'll start distributing some keys. I see uh, someone in the Twitter space that played one of our games as well, so um, we'll start, you know, hopefully having a bigger and bigger play test. Thanks for listening to Cardano Over Coffee, and thank you to Genuine Games for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed the show. We hope to see you all at Rare Evo at Denver, Colorado, August 24th through the 26th. Get your tickets at rarevo.io. Use coupon code COC10 for 10% off.